Welcome to the Berkeley Journal of International Law's podcast, Travaux. I'm your host, Julia Wang, and this is The Current State. Welcome back to Travaux. I'm Julia Wang, and today I'll be talking with Shivani Dawala about the need for a specific international treaty to protect the rights of the transgender community. Hi, Julia. Glad to be here today. Thank you for joining us. To start off, could you talk about the current lack of international treaties regarding transgender rights? Yes, of course. Uh, like you mentioned, currently there is no international treaty on the subject, and that absence leaves it to the individual state authorities to conform to non-binding statutory norms. So even though several countries have passed laws to protect the transgender people, but the lack of an international instrument poses a problem for the applicability of international human rights standards. And it also denies the extension of domestic penal laws in such absence of inclusivity. And has the UN Human Rights Council taken any steps to create protections? Yes, well, on 30th June 2016, the Human Rights Council did adopt a resolution to extend protection against violence based on gender identity and sexual orientation, but it does not serve the intended purpose, and I'll tell you why. So first is the margin it is adopted by, which is 23 is to 18, and there were six abstentions. So the resolution is also indicative of the reluctance of the countries that think that universal human rights do not include the rights of transgender people. Additionally, the non-binding nature of the resolution, which does not obligate the states to ratify their domestic laws. So this is limiting the resolution only to paperwork. Also, if you see the resolution and the wordings which are used, it is kind of blurring the line between sexual orientation and sexual identity as both have been used interchangeably which has resulted in gender identity being overshadowed. So I think a dedicated treaty would do justice to the transgender people who are actually facing discrimination in every country. Given that context, what should international organizations do? So in my view, I think it is important that we look up the Universal Declaration of Human Rights and the ICCPR mandate, which actually uh, guarantee transgender rights. So sexual orientation and sexual identity are integral to every person's dignity and humanity and should not be made the basis of discrimination or abuse. So an international treaty is necessary to make such extension of rights imperative and not just leave it to the individual states to interpret it. Can you provide more detail about what an international treaty would do or what it would look like? Uh, Sure. So the presence of an international treaty would make transgender freedoms an integral part of the human rights precedent and ensure that the proper application and extension of domestic civil liberties to transgender individuals. For instance, most penal codes of the countries are binary in nature. They define a person as a man or a woman. 
So this has led to lack of protection of the transgender population from crimes like rape or harassment, which are codified in gendered lens. Using international treaties to expand the definition of a person beyond the traditionally binary would ensure that the effective implementation of laws are extended for their protection and extended to such people who do not conform to the binary lens. So I think that a ratification of the treaty on an international level would compel individual states to extend social security schemes and would also lead them to take account of the population in the national census so that there is a picture of the ratio of such population in the society. And a formal agreement would also help create specific laws which would act as a deterrent against those people or families who choose to abandon the transgender people just based on how they identify themselves. And what domestic effects could an international treaty have? Uh, As I already mentioned before, that the international treaty would compel the states to change their domestic laws, which would also lead to a change in the binary education system discrimination in employment based on gender identification. It would also ease the system to own property or open bank accounts because these are just restricted to people who identify themselves as men or women. And the most basic of all is to extend the healthcare benefit system to people who do not tick the boxes of a man or woman or to the sex they are assigned at birth. So in a free world, the transgender population should have a right to choose their partner, to start their family, and not be subject to violence or torture. Thank you so much for that overview. Any last takeaways you'd like to share with our audience? So uh, I think adoption and ratification of a transgender rights treaty at the international level would ensure that the issue of transgender rights receives the awareness that it deserves. In turn, this would also foster social inclusion and acceptance on the domestic level. Thank you for being with us today, Shivani. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. Travaux is brought to you by Hiep Wen, Kyle Tang, Julia Wang, and the rest of the online team at the Berkeley Journal of International Law. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please write to us at berkeley.travaux at gmail.com. While we're committed to bringing you international and comparative law news and insight, our podcast is intended for academic and entertainment purposes only. The information presented is not legal advice and may not be current. Please check out the Berkeley Journal of International Law's blog, Travaux. See you next week. Au revoir.